Welcome to Five Fresh Tips, a podcast from Fresh Starts Registry. Our Fresh Starts experts are here to help you with everything you need to begin again, starting with five simple fresh tips. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi, I'm Kara Francis, a divorce coach and a Fresh Starts expert. I'm here today with five fresh tips to help you navigate all stages of divorce from start to finish. Number one, stay present. No matter which stage of divorce you're in, there's a lot going on. And that makes sense because divorce impacts all facets of your life. It can become very overwhelming very quickly. If you feel scared or worried, this creates stress. And guess what happens to your energy when you feel stressed? Exactly, womp womp, which is not the divorce journey we are going for here. The truth is the present moment is all we have. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. Hell, we're not even guaranteed the next five minutes. So why waste your valuable time and energy focusing on things that haven't happened yet and may never happen. Instead, try to focus on putting 100% of your energy into one day at a time, one task at a time, one hour at a time. Small progress each day amounts to big progress over time, which is much better than no progress at all because you're so stressed out or frantically jumping around from task to task. Giving your 100% in the present moment requires you to tune into your body and assess where you're at energetically, and most importantly, to accept it. Just because you have a long to-do list doesn't mean you force yourself to complete every item if you're not operating at full capacity, whether that's physically, mentally, or emotionally. Think about it. If you want the best results possible, How realistic is that if you can't commit your full potential energy to the task? If you need to rest, then devote 100% of your energy to resting. If you need to cry, then do that and nothing else. If you want to work out some stress with physical activity, then focus purely on moving your body. And then when you feel ready to work on the next divorce-related task, you can give it your all. None of these tasks is more worthwhile or important than the other. Each deserves your full attention because the way you do one thing is the way you do all things. Number two, focus on what's within your control and release everything else. Similar to worrying about the future, trying to control the uncontrollable is an exercise in futility and it's a waste of your time and energy. What's within your control when it comes to divorce Many things, your mindset, your decisions and actions, processing your emotions, preferably with a coach or a therapist, caring for your body, so nutrition, physical activity, and sleep, how you respond to other people and situations, the professionals you choose to hire for your team, setting and enforcing boundaries, how you spend your time, and with whom. Now, what's not within your control when it comes to divorce? Also, many things. The thoughts, emotions, decisions, and actions of other people, 
including how they respond to your thoughts, emotions, decisions, and actions, the professionals your spouse chooses to hire for their team, how other people respond to your boundaries, the market and how it impacts your overall wealth, such as investment accounts, real estate, and things like that, and outcomes. No matter how much you prepare or hope for the best, at the end of the day, what will be, will be. It's only natural you would want to control every aspect of your divorce because, duh, this is your life we're talking about here. But certain things are simply outside your control, for better or for worse. And once you accept that fact, you can then focus 100% of your energy on the things that are within your control and create the most powerful results for those aspects of your life. Number three, silence the peanut gallery. If I had a dollar for every time a client told me what their friend slash family member slash neighbor slash colleague slash the person next to them in Zumba class did for their divorce, I could take myself out to a really nice dinner, which yum, but that's not what I want for my clients. Divorce is one of those topics that can be taboo to talk about, but as soon as someone reveals they are getting one, everyone suddenly has an opinion that must be shared with you. Such as, you have to do a 50-50 parenting schedule and it has to look this way. Or, you're going to be paying her spouse to support for the rest of your life, so get used to it. Or, try to get more parenting time, then you can pay less child support. And the list goes on. Guess what? There is no right or best way to get divorced. Also, each state has its own unique divorce laws and rules. So what worked well for one family will not necessarily work for another. You and your spouse are unique individuals with a unique relationship. Why would you want to just copy what someone else did and forego exploring all of your options? That's kind of boring, no? You have the ability to create a post-divorce life that works best for you. It doesn't have to make sense to anyone else, so long as it makes sense to you and works for your family. Case closed. Number four, this is a nice segue, set boundaries. If your goal is to get divorced in a way that feels most true and authentic for you, then you've got to get the naysayers out of your way. Energy attracts like energy. If someone expresses doubt, worry, or fear about the decisions you're making in your divorce, then guess what? That energy can very easily latch onto you and take you right down to where that person is. In an instant, you can go from feeling positive and confident to feeling uncertain and worried. Who is the one getting divorced here? Oh, that's right. You. So guess whose opinions matter most at the end of the day? Ding, 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 you again, which means you need to protect your energy from the naysayers. They will only distract you and cause you to second guess your decisions. And how do we protect our energy? Boundaries. Setting boundaries can be challenging, especially with the most important people in your life, like your spouse, family, and friends. Here are some quick tips. Make the boundary about you, not what the other person is doing wrong. Be clear and succinct. Don't give a laundry list of reasons for your boundary. That'll just give the other person things to pick at. 
and be kind. Most likely this person cares about you a lot and you want to preserve your relationship with them in some way after you set the boundary. For example, if every time you speak to your sister about your divorce, her concerns about your future financial security really bring you down, try saying something like this. I appreciate how much you care about me. Discussing my finances and divorce makes me feel uncomfortable. I would like to spend our time together talking about other things. An amazing book for setting boundaries that I recommend to my clients all the time is Set Boundaries, Find Peace by Nedra Tawab. Go check it out. Also, bear in mind, there's a big difference between setting healthy boundaries to protect your energy on one hand and being closed off to receiving information and advice from qualified professionals on the other hand, like your lawyer, mediator, or accountant. If you choose to hire these professionals to guide you, then at least be open to hearing what they have to say before you make the decision that works best for you. And tip number five, lean into your authentic, most badass self. In long-term relationships, it's very common to mold your interests and life into whatever your partner enjoys. And over time, you can really lose sight of who you are and what you want in life. For example, if your spouse loves sports and hanging out with big groups of people, you may find yourself tagging along to loud bars full of TVs and people you don't know very well just for the sake of appeasing your partner and spending time with them. But what if you're an introverted homebody who would much rather make a cup of tea and read a book? Now, neither type of interest or personality type is good or bad, right or wrong. And I'm not saying you should never compromise and do what your spouse wants to do, but not at the sacrifice of yourself. It's equally, arguably more important to spend time doing what you truly enjoy and pursuing interests that light a fire in you. You are a unique human being first and a spouse slash parent slash friend slash employee slash et cetera second. In order to perform all those other roles in your life to the best of your ability, you need to nurture yourself first. The good news, now that you're getting divorced, you can do whatever you want. So long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, go off, adopt a pet, go out to dinner or see a movie by yourself, dance naked in your living room, book the trip, go to the concert, start your own business, go to a painting class, Hell, go to the sports bar and watch the football game. Regardless, do what makes you feel like your most authentic self. I hope these five fresh tips help you navigate all stages of divorce from start to finish. Remember, you can always find me at Fresh Starts Registry on the expert guide. I'm Kara Francis, and never forget, we're proud of you. Thank you for listening to Five Fresh Tips, a podcast from Fresh Starts Registry. To browse the expert resource guide and build your hype team today, head to freshstartsregistry.com slash experts. And remember, we're always so proud of you. Keep up the amazing work.